Okay. All right, everyone. Welcome back to the podcast. My name is Jacob. I am Ian. And this is the Jacob and Ian podcast. Today, today we're going to do something a little different. Um, so I'm just going to give you guys a quick background of what just uh, transpired <laughs> here. Um, I came into Ian's house or whatever. and Room. He, yeah. Room. <laughs> He was not th- he was not present, and I came and I snooped in his room. No, that was a lie. I did not. I, I there, told him to come in. So uh, there was there's a whiteboard on his wall, and it has a bunch of like deep questions. And we had something planned. We had a uh, an episode planned for this week. Um, but I saw the the whiteboard and all these questions, and I was like, oh my gosh, these are podcast topics. We should talk about them. <laughs> so I told Ian, and we're just gonna see where this goes. Yeah. I mean, we didn't really have any plan for it. We didn't do any research uh, on any of them. We just sometimes Ian has some it, questions, and we're gonna yeah, try to answer sometimes them. Sometimes the spirit leads, you know. Yeah, anyways. yeah. We're just gonna and see so what we're happens. We're just gonna try to go down that route, and yeah. And I'm sure I'm positive. It's not awful. When I read these questions, I was like, "Man, I had these questions too." Uh, Ian just wrote them down, so <laughs> I'm sure that you guys are just are going to be just as interested as we yeah. are. And maybe some of them you haven't like thought about, but now yeah, you think about them. Yeah, I mean, one it's good person, to think. one person I think of when I, when we're going to talk about this is Garrett, because Garrett he thinks about all this type of stuff all the time. <laughs> so Garrett, if you're listening, come on the freaking podcast. I'm sick and tired of asking you. All right. Anyway, um, let's roll the let's intro real quick, going, yeah. and uh, and then we'll go to it. And we're back. Okay, we're back. So we're back. Oh, I didn't even back. <laughs> I didn't even mention the uh, what we're talking about with the questions. But oh, one, yeah. one of them was going to be yeah. uh, peace well, and comfort. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so we're going to kind of we'll see just how long these questions take. I guess that'll just depend on that'll depend how many questions we actually get through. Yeah. Um, but the first one Jacob wanted to talk about was I have the question written down. Um, what is the difference between peace and comfort? Mm-hmm. Um, and I think Jacob wants me to talk about that first, and then yeah, go ahead go and, and, and elaborate on this. You kind of explained it beforehand before we ever started recording, but yeah, um, elaborate a little bit more here. Yeah, so kind of where this came from for me is uh, I just had this. I've had this thought process and kind of just thoughts in my head of I I don't think that. I, I, well, I don't even want to say, like, I know, like, from reading the Bible, like, Christians are not supposed to have the easiest lives. Like, it is, like, we are, you know, we're supposed to suffer with, because with Christ, um, we're supposed to, you know, do hard things. Um, things are, things are not always good. If, if you're just, if you're a Christian and things are just easy thing after easy thing to do and nothing really, like, presses or tests your faith, you know, then, Number one, chances are something is about to happen. Or number two, maybe you're not fully living out that faith in the right way. Um, so I've just kind of so that's kind of where the background of it is. With peace and comfort specifically, I see them like used different times in the Bible, and I see them like used for different things. But I think we can kind of get them confused because I think as Americans, especially, um, or to our one listener in the Netherlands, right? Maybe yeah, can, yeah, we have one guy in the Netherlands. This. He can understand this too. Yeah, um, but uh, especially as Americans, we we really want to be like comforted a lot. Like we want to, our lives to be comfortable. Would you agree with that, Jacob? Yeah, I think a lot of us uh, in in general, we just strive to have a comfort. Yeah, a comfort like, and life. we're just like told that kind of like. Yeah, I mean up, that's like, that's what we're hey, taught like, is like we're gonna you know 
go to why school. Why do something hard when you can do it in an easier way? Yeah, Stuff take, the, like that. take the path of least yeah. resistance. Path of least resistance. Go to go to class. Yeah. Go to get a, get a degree. Whatever. Work a white collar yeah. job. Have yeah. a wife Just and two kids have a, in the suburbs. Have a, it's good to be comfortable. Yeah. And so, yes, I, I'm not going to deny like that comfort is good, but... Um, yeah, I like being comfortable. Uh, yeah, I mean, it's just not, I'm in sweatpants right now. I'm yeah, I mean, you look really comfortable. Um, right I'm now. laying on my bed doing this yeah, podcast, dude. so it feels great. But the dream. <laughs> I'm living the dream. But <laughs> I think when it comes to, in God's terms, there is a big difference between peace and comfort. Mm-hmm. Um, I think peace is being in this like state almost of like where you just like trust God for like what's going to happen, and like you. Um, and this is peace? This is peace, yeah. Mm-hmm. That you're just kind of like at ease with yourself. Like, hey, like even though things aren't great right now, I have a relationship with God. Like I know he is bigger than this, but and like everything, like it's going to be okay. Like I I have okay. like a little business card on my desk that says IGB okay. That's saying it's where it's going to be okay. Like cause okay. that's just kind of like my life motto. Like I'm just like I part my testimony – it's like I really struggled with worry, and like I was just a super big worrier, and like I just worried about everything. And then finally, like God broke me. I was like, "You don't need to worry. Like everything, it's okay." And so, like, it's gonna be okay. Is like kind of just like almost my life motto. Where like I just know, like deep down, like I've been brought <laughs> from this stage that I know now. Like, hey, like it's gonna be okay. Like I can trust God. Um, and so I think that's peace. I think mm-hmm. the thing with comfort is we can have peace with God but not be comfortable literally in the world. Um, I think of the missionaries who are called to um, foreign and dangerous nations. They're probably not comfortable like over there. Yeah. Um, they're, you know, whether that's literally like they're sleeping on the ground or sleeping in a shack or whatever. Like, yeah, I mean, I hear a lot of... Physically not comfortable. Um, but I think they're at peace though because yeah. that's where... God has called them to be. And so they are at peace with their lives, even if they're not comfortable. Um, sometimes, you know, you think of people who they have to go to their pastors or call to a different church. And like, they've been in a church, they've loved that church and they have to go somewhere else. Like it's not comfortable to go and do that. Right. But you kind of have to be, well, that kind of, that kind of goes in with trust as well. Yeah. Trusting God's plan. I agree. Yeah, it does. Um, and then, I mean, I, I hear a lot of missionaries. I, I mean, I talk to a lot of people that, like for instance, my mom's friend, her name's Allison. She lived in Tennessee forever. She loved Tennessee. I love Tennessee. Mm-hmm. I mean, who would want to live or who who would want to leave Tennessee? Mm-hmm. But she did, <laughs> with her uh, her husband and two daughters. They sold house, car, everything, everything, and moved to Africa. And they've been living in Africa for like five years. Yeah. And when I talk to them, they're like, they're like, no, this is so uncomfortable. Like, I'm gonna yeah. tell. Like, let me tell you about my living yeah. situation like yeah. we have to sleep risen up because there are like rats and snakes yeah. that can or give us you sleep under a net because we have to sleep in a net because like i could that. get yeah. a virus Literally, if, it's, yeah, if it bites die. me there's i gotta pay like i gotta go in like 20 miles down the road i gotta walk 20 miles down the road just to get an air conditioning yeah. unit because yeah. it's like that's no way comfortable but they're yeah. doing it in service to the lord and i think that is what brings them peace but for me that's like what the heck? No, yeah. I'm never going to do that. Like, that's so <laughs> stupid. 
But I mean, I want to say if it works for them, go yeah. ahead. But also, it's like it should work for me too. Yeah, I think that. So I think here's here's what I've come down to lately too, because I th- I think there's a distinction too in comfort, in that because what I've I've I kind of I developed that thought and I was like, all right, I think I'm maybe getting it. But then I'll read stuff in the Bible where Jesus and God are comforting people, and I thought, okay, yeah. like how all right, how does that fit? Like I've really i'm not gonna i've lately just like just tried to not like stick to my guns like when it comes to bible stuff we're like mm-hmm. all right like i but like let me read the bible for let me go to it first so i'm like all right that i see that so like that isn't exactly maybe i'm missing something here um and so what i think i've i realized too was there's a difference between physical comfort and spiritual comfort which like oh, oh yeah, for sure duh, like but like you can be in an uncomfortable situation and God can be comforting you in that situation. He can pull you close. I mean, he has you in the palm of his hand and can just pull you close to him in that moment and be like, hey, like, I know this is your, this is a tough time right now, but, like, I'm I'm comforting you. Like, when, you know, when we're going through, you know, when people close to us die or um, you have, I mean, anything, like an animal die, whatever, like, in those moments, like, you're, that is uncomfortable. It's not a fun time situation. Yeah. But you can be at peace with the situation because God is comforting you wow. through it and bringing yeah. you through it. I'd never, dude, yeah, bro, what? <laughs> yeah, so, okay, let me, okay. Hold on, <laughs> hold on, bro. So, when, okay. Jacob's mind is literally all over the floor, my <laughs> <laughs> So, my, <Thank> God. <laughs> I, we've, I mentioned it before, but uh, my, my friend Roland passed away almost, a, I think, actually one month ago yesterday. And, um, that is a really good thing. Like what you just said, it was because it was a, such a sad time. It was such a, just a horrible, heavy time. But we, after I found out after like I was in class and when I found out, I just, I packed a bag and I went straight to Garrett's house to be with his friends and his mm-hmm. family. And, um, I mean my, my family and be with them. And it's every time when I, when we were with them, when I was with these people, it was like, I am, I'm at peace. Like I'm, mm-hmm. I'm happy right now. I, I'm, I'm glad I'm with these people because mm-hmm. all we're doing is remembering him in the best way possible. Yeah. And we are, we were all just in the same mindset when we were together. Mm-hmm. And it was when I left that group was when I was, when I fell apart. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if that comes with like my spiritual maturity is mm-hmm. like, I should be able to deal with that alone. I should be able to, trust God and him comforting me like just through him and not having someone else do it like God using someone else like to me you know what mm-hmm. I'm saying yeah I don't I just don't know if if, if it's me or if it's whatever but that yeah. when I was with them it was so comforting mm-hmm. it was just a comforting thing and I was like if this this is what grieving feels like because yeah. I never really lost yeah. but anyone. at the same time you're not comfortable I'm because not your comfortable close friend just died yeah but at the same time, you're feeling that love and that just yeah. comfort of God sinking in. It's it's crazy. It's really, and I mean, I don't. And so I think what what I'm saying is like just try not to be physically comfortable. Like that's not what I'm saying. I'm not saying mm-hmm. like don't ever wear sweatpants in your life because <laughs> if anybody knows me, they know that I wear sweatpants like Classic, every single day. Of course. So I'm not saying that at all. But what I'm saying is, when we're going through life, we're not gonna just have a flat line easy comfortable life and 
that's okay. Because in those moments, you can be comforted. But the important thing to go over all that is to have that kind of aura of peace over yeah. your life. And I think that's definitely, going back to, you know, my spiritual maturity, my spiritual walk, I, that's something that I definitely am struggling with is being comfortable in, you know, or not or having that un- those uncomfortable yeah. moments because I unlike you it hasn't clicked for me for like <laughs> I'm always worrying about something so yeah. having ha- having that comfortable yeah. state is something that I want and I want to be comfortable as long as possible and when I get out of that it's like that's jarring yeah. and I'm just now coming to the realization and I'm like when I say just now I mean like yesterday you know <laughs> like I'm just now like thinking I'm like well maybe Maybe it's okay to do something crazy. Mm-hmm. Like maybe it's okay to live in an uncomfortable life mm-hmm. because, you know, living in a comfortable life is boring mm-hmm. and not and <laughs> you just not doing anything mm-hmm. just because of the sake of you're scared to is it's sad. And especially when it comes to your faith, it's like I'm comfortable in just reading <laughs> reading Romans twelve over and over again. Yeah. Like I'm I'm fine with that. Yeah. Like, Never be lacking in Who zeal. Be? I mean. Got it. Okay, great. But I want to. I want more. Like, yeah. I, I have that hunger, and I think that hunger yeah. came from being in that community and having that love of people. And wow, it's yeah. crazy. Yeah. Oh, I have, I have so much I can say on that. So I'll try to keep it brief. I, no, keep going. I keep totally going. agree um, that um, it's not always going to make sense on that. Like it's just going to be kind of. Um, I don't know. Like it, it's it's going to be hard, I guess. And mm-hmm. so I'm not saying. I don't want to say in myself either that like I'm, uh, I totally get it, and because yeah, I don't really struggle with like worrying in a sense anymore. But when it comes to like choosing that uncomfortable lifestyle, always like that's still something that I struggle with, and still that yeah. I have to like kind of fight and battle. Where like I know a lot of people right, don't have that. Everyone like some people are yeah, like, let's just do some it. Some people are do it. Um, yeah, it's totally true. And so like I'm still kind of working through that in my brain, like I of telling myself like you know like it's okay to be uncomfortable. But to me, uncomfortable looks something different than maybe what somebody else talking about. But mm-hmm. like whatever that is for you, I don't think that as a Christian or lie. I mean, I just, when I read the Bible and read the stories of the disciples and Jesus himself and what he tells the disciples, he never once says like, your life is going to be easy once you trust me. Like, yeah. That does not come out of his mouth. And the complete opposite really comes out of the mouth. Like, no, like you are going to, have to suffer yeah, for me. Yeah, you're going to be martyred. And, like, that's just almost like a prerequisite. It's mm-hmm. like, hey, before you get into this, uh, y- you know, you before you become, like, religion 6,000 with me, you <laughs> yeah. have to take religion 2,000. Oh, what's religion? Two- it's uh, suffering it's um, for me. <laughs> oh, absolutely that early. That's great. Yeah. Um, but uh, that's just something we kind of have to do. Uh, and the second thing that I was going to say off of that is – um, I think it's really good where how we've come in this world where or how far we've come um, with this idea of mental health um, and just that this idea I was just listening to a song today um, uh, about like it's okay not being okay bro um, what? 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 <laughs> what what song did you listen to no I wrote a song about that oh yeah you did that wasn't I was this was um, what song is that it was uh, I think it's on We Are The Messenger's new album it's called like It's Not Okay I think and he just kind of he mentioned that line Uh, (laughs) uh, to just in case y'all can't see Jacob right now he actually is freaking out that's Um, crazy probably just scared my whole neighborhood but sorry neighborhood uh, but 
yeah, it's it's okay not being okay, and that still goes along with my idea. Like it's going to be okay, but like if in that moment when you are struggling with something, uh, like that's okay because that is where God can work the biggest miracles and the biggest wonders is in those moments where like it just doesn't seem to make sense is when god can really pull you together dude that's crazy bro oh my lord okay that is, that is crazy so i mean did i tell you i wrote it yes. wrote a song yeah it's called it, it, it was in, i totally forgot about that when i said that yeah line, it was yeah. all for roland because that was the last thing he said in that in a our last meeting that we had uh-huh. was my goal for this year is I'm not going to be okay with just being okay. Mm-hmm. And so we wrote a song about that. And um, there's a, we had a Bible verse. I forgot how it goes, but um, it was James 520. I forgot. I don't know it off the top of my head, but. Um, it's uh, whoever brings one of you to, whoever, uh, if you bring, paraphrasing, but like if you bring somebody to faith, like your life will be saved. Also oh, yeah. Much. And it starts off with remember this. So we yeah, called the song. This. We saw we called the song remember this and the hook goes, I'm not okay with being okay. Mm-hmm. And that's insane. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that comes, I mean, that's exactly what we're trying to talk about is yeah. peace and comfort. Yeah. And, and that, yeah. So it's not, uh, yeah, you're okay. Not being comfortable. And also it's okay to not, to be uncomfortable, but it's going to be, there's a lot of okays flying around right now, uh, but it's going to, but it is still going to be okay. Mm-hmm. Um, which, yeah, shout out to Oklahoma, the big okay, but, um, uh, <laughs> okay, <got it. laughs> yeah, that, okay. Uh, so, but yeah, uh, that's what maybe we should title this episode is okay, but, um, yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. <laughs> episode, whatever. Okay. okay. <laughs> um, so, all right. But I think, so to branch this to a separate question, that still has something to do with this is another one I have written down here that we talked about is what does childlike faith look like? Yeah, man. And so I think this kind of has something to do with peace and comfort. Yeah, it does. Uh, I actually, I talked about it. I, I talked about this last episode too, but that documentary of um, King's Kaleidoscope, yeah. strongly recommend it's on yeah. YouTube. It's like 25 minutes or something like that. If you want to watch it, go and watch it. I think it's just called the zeal documentary. And the whole idea of this album, you just you know, have you listened to that album? Which one? The King's Kaleidoscope Zeal. I don't think so. I've listened to some songs. You need to. It, you just yeah. need to listen to the whole thing because okay. that whole process and his the way he's talking about it is. This I'm gonna is probably the fifteenth time Jacob's told me to listen to that. Album I love too, it. I love the album. I love the concept <laughs> of it. And he says this whole album is about rediscovering that childlike faith you once had. And there's um, a part in the documentary where he says. He, he's like old he has like kids and a yeah. wife and so he's like I want to go back to the part of my life when I'm 18 and I read a verse and my mind is just blown and that's all I can think about and that's all I can talk about for a month and a half and then I just forget about it you know I want that all the time I yeah. want that oh my gosh look at this all the time and I'm like wow I have I, I do that I yeah. have that faith of but it just it fleets if it, it's fleeting really really quick and that whole album is about discovering that and holding on uh-huh. to it. I think of the I think of the Hill song, United song too, Wonder, where it's like living in the awe and wonder. Yeah. Because um, I think that's really what it comes when I think of childlike faith. Like that's what I think about is like still being like astonished and like still being like in awe of like just who Jesus is. That yeah. I'm not because like I, it's like I'm a person who um, I I just naturally. I think analytically, like I think like 
knowledge wise like what I'm, enneagram number I'm are you enneagram five is what five? i was about to say okay. which is like the critical thinker that's just like how i like i just i can't really like turn that off like that's just how sure. i think and so childlike faith is something that can i have to constantly be reminding myself of like yeah like i love reading these theological books and thinking about these questions and writing these things but like how am i still tying this back to having a childlike faith and still like just being in all like am i reading this for like just theology knowledge or like can i read this and still see through this like wow mm-hmm. god is so incredible and like just so big and like whatever but like am i still bringing it back to that like just childlike just like wonder of like yeah. wow like god like he you know he says like you have to in- come to me as little children like i mean that's how he's that's who he kind of is for um and like that picture, we take that, that picture a, of Jesus. With yeah, all the we take that as like a children's ministry verse, which is really good. And I mean, mm-hmm. I think that's it's important wrong. for us as a children for children's ministry to to get that. That like that's an important time for us to build those relationships because you literally are a child. But even as developed believers, like we still need to come to him as it's just children. as applicable to totally one hundred percent adult yeah. people. In Agreed. The yeah, I mean it is, and so I think that. Uh, so to answer the question, which was, uh, what does childlike faith look like? Um, I don't, I don't really know. I think it's, Mm -hmm. I think there's a lot of things with it. And I think that, um, it's, it's, it's interesting that I think it's something that as you, as you're a Christian for longer, it becomes harder almost Mm -hmm. because you, um, if you're growing constantly, it's kind of hard to like almost like take yourself back you know you want to just you think that just you keep going forward as looks like knowledge and whatever blah blah blah, which i think is true but you also still have to have that mindset of like okay like am i am i viewing am i coming to god like a child to his parent mm-hmm. um and i am i running to him um just as god is running to me like in the prodigal son i think you know the father runs to see the son but am I running to see the father? Like, yeah. Which, you know, is it just a one way thing? Because it can't be. No, like it, there's it, no way it can. You know, it's not just God revealing himself to me. It's me coming to him and like wanting to see him. Um, so yeah, I don't really know what all it looks like. Um, but I think that it's just, it's a constant thing that we have to kind of work on and like implement in our lives. Well, I see, <clears throat> I see childlike faith. If I could like, describe it or put it in any type of word or phrase it would be like if if you're looking at a child or like some type of toddler playing peekaboo with them and you're like closing your eyes and you're opening them again and he is so surprised that you did it and like he's so oh my gosh what the heck that type of thing is so I think that's what we should try to implement in our faith and having that type of oh my goodness that that what you said like wonder of Oh, he did it. Like, yeah. oh, he peekabooed. Whoa, you know? Um, and also, I mean, I say it all the time, and I I get annoyed at myself saying it, but <laughs> having zeal in your life, that mm-hmm. that zealous faith, um, and for the King's Kaleidoscope album, Zeal, it uh, it wasn't focused around the, the verse that I, uh, I always quote is uh, Romans what, 12, 11. Um, yeah. They quote uh, Revelation three nineteen through twenty one, and that's those whom I love, I reprove and discipline. So be zealous and repent. Behold, I stand at the door and knock. If anyone hears my voice and opens the door, I will come to him and eat with him, and he eat with me. So, having that zealous, having that childlike faith, 
having that just unbelievable love and wonder when God knocks, he'll come in and he will, you know, eat with you. Um, those who he loves, yeah. uh, reprove and discipline. So that's super great. It's yeah. awesome. I think it's so yeah. cool. I never even, I don't, I haven't read revelation. Don't, I'm not don't very hurt good. me. <laughs> no, I will be completely, I, I've, I've read it, you know, through, you know, daily Bible reading the Bible, one year Bible plan. So I've read it, mm-hmm. but I, I'm, I'm, I get lost. I'd, I don't I'd really be interested uh, to like join a, like a study group that's just uh-huh. about revelation. Yeah. But I, and I feel like the, pro- the I would too. The, the but those study groups could probably last for like ten years trying yeah. to get just because yeah, there's yeah, like yeah. so much going on. So like I want to do it, but I also know I'm gonna have to give it like my full like undivided yeah, full attention while yeah, to for try sure. to understand it. Um, but I, yeah, I totally agree. So I'm not really fully there with Revelation either. Um, but I would love to learn more about it. And if you are really good with Revelation, then. Please let us know. Please let us know. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, but so yeah, childlike faith. I think that's something that's really um, important to kind of remember and recall as we kind of grow as Christians. That we're growing, but we're also still like remembering back to like, yeah. all right, let's still think like a child almost. Um, but all right, let's do one more question. We're at twenty five minutes. Um, I think this kind of has something I think, quick. I think yeah, I think we can kind of relate this to it. Um, so. Uh, when when we look at Jesus, we have uh, Jesus is seen as the Lion of Judah, which was kind of the theme for Passion this year. It was kind yeah, of this idea of yeah. the roar, um, the Lion. And Passion roaring. is doing a series right now, or at least they, I think they just finished up yeah. a series called Roar. Yeah, and speaking of, have you seen the album cover? Yeah, for, it is. Yeah, dude, sick, dude. <laughs> it, it is, is insane. It's so, awesome. Uh, we have Jesus as the Lion, but Jesus is also referred to as the Lamb mm-hmm. and as the Lamb who was slain. So the question I have written down is, do we, based on how Christianity is today, like in America, whatever, do we need more, do we struggle more with the lion roaring or the lamb being slain, if that makes sense? Mm. So like, do we think we, which one, and see, I think that we need, for me, I think it's the lamb who was slain that we need more, because I think that I, I say that coming off passion where they emphasize this line roaring. And I think, I think they go together. Like, I'm not trying to separate the two of them. No, I don't yeah, want to I be understand. clear. I understand. But I think that, um, the lamb who was slain, when I think of Jesus like that, like it just puts the total picture of humility to me. And I think maybe the reason that it is that way for me is because I, I can struggle with pride sometimes and I can struggle with, um, you know, uh, be like I mean I want to be a pastor so like I have no problem being on stage in front of people but like I can't let that get in my head you know yeah, and so I think right. maybe that's why I'm drawn more to this lamb who was slain because it reminds me of Jesus's humility and how my humility needs to reflect that mm-hmm. because um Jesus was the lion who roared but he was also the same sacrificial lamb that wiped away every other sacrificial lamb all throughout the Old Testament. Um, and so I think when I look at for Christians today, like we, I don't know, because then when I try to think of it, like in terms of the whole broad scope of Christianity, I kind of think maybe lion roaring. Well, But I, I don't think, know. What do you think? I think the um, the lamb, the lamb being slain, I, when you were talking about it, I kind of drew a parallel of uh, true leadership. Of yeah. of genuine leadership, Servant of like leadership, you're not yeah. only 
you know, have being that roaring lion mm-hmm. and uh, being that courageous yeah. warrior and whatever. Yeah. But you're also laying down your life yeah. for the people you love. Yeah. And a good leader doesn't always is not always this big tough guy. I mean, a leader would lay down their his life or her life for the people. And yeah. And so I, I think that so like when I try, I think that the reason like when Passion talked about the lion roaring and like emphasizing that idea that the lion of the tribe of Judah needs to roar. Um, I, I agree with that too, because I think that we are in a state where Christianity needs to have power and yeah. authority and not like literally in like political, physical sense. That's no, what I'm no, saying, no, but like no, no, literally no. in just that we need to speak with authority as Christians and speak with power in our and, voice and confidence and with confidence and that we need to be proud of, who we are in Christ, not be proud of us, but be proud of God and what he can do through us. And so I think that's what they're saying with the lion roaring. And I totally agree with that. Um, I just think for me personally, like I know that when I think what I have to remind myself of, it's constantly like, all right, my name was like, Jesus, Jesus died for us. Like he laid down his life for us. And that's kind of what I go to myself that being said, I do have a picture of a lion hanging up in my room, um, Classic. because it's yeah the liger the the I almost said liger liger <laughs> <laughs> from Napoleon Dynamite. <laughs> you have the lion, the tiger, and the cheetah. Cheetah yep. next to the tiger, the Woods. tiger Woods. Yeah, yeah Mr. Is, Woods. That is my room. That's I irrelevant. Give y'all a tour of my room at some point. But um, oh, that'd and be, Lion that'd King's be, okay, and Lion King's my favorite movie. Lion King's of great all movie. time. Yeah. So, but um, so. But yeah, so I, I think, but I think in general, the reason I thought of this question is because we need both, like, and we need to emphasize both aspects of Jesus, like mm-hmm. that, you know, he wasn't the political leader that maybe the Jews thought they were getting in their king, but he was a king, and he was yeah. the king of the tribe of Judah that he's described to be, mm-hmm. um, and that's important that Jesus has that power and authority, but how he used that power and authority, how he roared was being slain and by being killed for our iniquities and for our sin and then rising from the dead and roaring again. So is your question which one is more important or which one has has not been talked about enough? I, the second one. Yeah, I th- they're both equally important. Okay. I'm not, I don't want to try to say that. Either. Okay. I think that when it comes to our lives personally, we're, we can kind of apply one more than the other for ourselves, if that okay. makes sense. You yeah. know, for the for the Christian who is... Um, you know, struggles with meekness or struggle or not meekness, meekness is good, but struggles with um, not having confidence mm-hmm. um, and, you know, uh, quiet and not really wanting to speak out, then they're probably going to relate more to the lion and yeah. needing to roar. For me, I don't have any problem standing up and talking um, or doing a podcast, both of us. Like, right. But I have to remind myself, like, hey, like, servanthood, like, humility, like, Consciously, not that I think that I, I mean, I like doing those things, but I just have to remind myself of them if that makes sense. It's okay, yeah, constantly telling myself, like, you know, what look at the humility of Jesus, do that yourself. Well, I don't, for me, I don't really see God as either. Whoa, okay, crazy. I see, uh, I see him as a shepherd, I yeah. see him as a shepherd and like herding the flock, yeah, and like leading. Leading a yeah, group no, of people I, yeah. like grew, uh, like a sheep or whatever, mm-hmm. a flock yeah. to a certain place. And I see that because, I mean, when in the Bible you see all these parallels between Jesus being the good shepherd, we're the lamb, 
uh, he goes after the night, like yeah. uh, leaves the ninety nine. Uh-huh. That whole thing, I, I think that resonates more for yeah. me and having someone, yeah, no, that I, authority yeah. figure. I think I think it's important. I think my point, I think the re- the reason this question came to my mind is that we're all going to have different images of God yeah. when they when God pops in our head, you know. Um, and it's just important that we remember all of them, mm-hmm. and that even if one is going to resonate more with us, like making sure like hey like we have to emphasize the importance you apply of each one all. of them yeah and just specifically like today like w- is there one that maybe we need to emphasize more than the other um that was kind of my thought process behind okay. the question okay um but yeah i think they're both i mean they're both incredible images like i mean just think like i just like, they are i mean crazy. i remember, like i remember when i mean for y'all that were there i mean me and jago were both there but when they they flipped that page the, of the giant book at Passion yeah. to Roar, and it was yeah, just like crazy. sixty thousand people were just standing like already cheering, and they did that, and it was like whoa, like it like in that moment, like it roared like right yeah, there. It really did, um, and uh, it was just really cool. Um, but then you know at the same time, like just that feeling when you get on your knees and just like feel like that weight of everything. It's like like just remember like. That same lion who roared was the same one who got on the table and was slain right. for us. Jesus is awesome. Well, did this podcast help you with any of these questions? I hope. Uh, I think so. Talking through Perfect. them was good. Yeah, because my goal in writing them down was I'm gonna like try to come up with answers for them mm-hmm. for myself to like have kind of like almost apologetically. Yeah. Um. So this was good. This was I a think help this is a good format down. for a podcast. I, I like was kind of nervous going into I mean, it. I think it worked out. Though. I think it really worked I well. Think we're gonna use this. Well, I mean, if you guys like it, I'm gonna if start not, thinking of some questions. Yeah, you should. We should yeah. do that. We can all maybe that's how we can end the months. Yeah. Or. You guys, the listeners, could send us send questions. questions. That works too. I know a lot of you are like, but it's not. It's just random, like yeah. sporadic. I think we should send them. Find some place where everyone can go and write their questions, so we have them all in a list. So when we have a podcast like this, we yeah. just we go got, down the list. We got open DMs. Always yeah. send them, and uh, we'll go from there. But this yeah, is good. Sure. I agree. Do you have Way anything better than else I you'd like to add? <laughs> Uh, no, I don't think so. All right, cool. I think it's good. Well, I think this was a good podcast, Jacob. It was. It was a good day. Um, good day. We're going to try to stay out of the rain, even though we're about to I'm just get go back into it. Yeah. Me too. So, um, well, this is all we got for today, and we will catch you on the flippity flip. Flippity flip. flip.